Radomir, sir, thank you for coming to the What, Why, and How Can I podcast. And actually, we were just talking. You're like, dude, you should change your name. Honestly, that name is very dear to my heart, but I love your idea. So this segment might be called the Couch Career Conversations, presented by this young man right here. So thank you for that, sir. Um, what, why, and how can I are the three basic questions of this conversation on this cat on these couches uh so the goal is obviously to provide the best insight we can into a career or into a field to students in college to students maybe outside of college trying to change careers you know um so you as yourself talk a little about talk a little bit about yourself what do you do what you're in school for and then we'll go from there okay i think i'm Happy to be here, first of all. Awesome. Uh, I think my situation story would resonate with a lot of people. And I've uh, met mentors in my life who've had very similar uh, paths to mm-hmm. me. I am ashamed to admit, but I hated school, didn't like school um, just throughout my life. Dude. My brother's superstars. Yeah. I mean, crushing it, straight A's, this and that. I'm kind of, it's kind of always slacking. Mm-hmm. And a large part of it, I think was lack of what a lot of people have is I don't know what I want to do. Like, I don't know where I'm going to be. I don't see myself in a field. There's not a clear path. Yeah. I have no idea what. So like you can't put effort into something. It's hard to put effort into something that you don't know where you're going. True. True. Yeah, that's true. Um, And so that was, that's my path. And then I remember approaching toward the end of high school. My Mm -hmm. mom came to me and was like, all right, well, which community college do you want to go to? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I felt disrespected. Both of our brothers are at UCs. Right. You're talking to me about community colleges. I mean, no disrespect to someone who wants to go that way, but right. coming from my family, I was taken back and yeah. I looked at my transcript and I was like, I, I see where you're coming it from. Makes sense. <laughs> and so then that then I was then I had a goal. I was like, oh shoot, I need to go to a better school than a JC. This yeah. is like my junior year. Yeah. And so I stepped it up. Mm-hmm. picked up my grades, made it to, uh, got in a Sac State, mm-hmm. you know, not the hardest thing to do, but it's not a JC. It's better, yeah. Um, and then again, I, I started Sac State and I'm a year in, I'm like, honest to God, I don't know what I'm here for. Yeah, I know yeah. I'm going to college because everyone goes to college. What, what classes did you start with? Uh, so I was a criminal justice major. Okay. And the program's impacted. There's more st- students who want to be in the major than the school for some reason allows at a given moment. Mm-hmm. So you have to take prerequisites and whatnot. Mm-hmm. That way they kind of filter students. Okay. And yeah. And so then I was going through that and I was like, well, everyone here is trying to be a cop. Yeah. I, to this day, I still watch cop videos. I think being a cop's the coolest thing ever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, if I had a second life, I'd be a cop. But, but I like with my parents and, you know, I knew they, I didn't want to disappoint them in doing that. Yeah. My entire family's in science. I hate science. Science and I never got along. Like you hate science. Like I don't click the studying the science because personally I'm not good with like physics and like all this crazy chemistry stuff. But I love the concept. You know, it's interesting to listen oh, to a smart yeah. person. Heck yeah. Okay. I okay. love hearing them tell me about it. But when I have to sit down and study it, we don't click. Yes. Um. Yeah. So that's that's why I kind of went a different a different path. Mm-hmm. And and then toward the end of school i was kind of like all right well i'm about to graduate <laughs> i have no idea what i'm about to do yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Where, to, where to go uh i knew from criminal justice there's the 
prevailing uh, options were being a being in law enforcement, so mm-hmm. corrections, sheriff, high patrol, that kind of field, and mm-hmm. then the legal field. Okay. Um, and I knew the legal field would very much entertain my parents, and it was good. It's a good career. Yeah, it is um, well, well paying, respected uh, by not not everyone. Depends what <laughs> to, side of the, to be fair, <laughs> yeah. the line you're on. Yeah, right. Um, and well, that's largely due. It's misunderstood. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and so let, let, let's back up right there. You said the the law field or the legal field is misunderstood. Good. W- w- what do you mean by that? Yeah. Um, People don't understand what lawyers do. I can get into this a little bit more in a second. But generally speaking, people don't understand what lawyers do. People think that lawyers are liars, which not completely false because humans, we're liars. We, we yeah. Lie. We deceive. Um, but people think that when you defend someone, you're lying. When in essence, what you're doing is, as, as a defense attorney, mm-hmm. is you're not saying that your client didn't do X, Y, Z. You're saying, prove it. And mm-hmm. I'm going to make you okay. go through the hurdles to prove it. And so sometimes someone, the, pro, the, uh, the the other side doesn't do enough to prove it. And then someone like O.J. Simpson gets off and you're like, wow, he was lying and said he didn't do it. Never said that. Yeah. yeah. Prove it. You just you couldn't prove it. That's all you have to do. I, okay. Okay. So it, I, I'm a lawyer and I know this dude that I'm defending stole the carrots out of the garden, but they can't prove it. Is it? like right for me to say I, like i'm thinking in my head i know this dude stole the carrots from the garden but these people can't prove it so he's free to go but i know he's guilty is that not how do how do you how does a lawyer look at that or is that just like i'm a good lawyer how do you know he did it why do you have more evidence than the other people have that he did it he got me I mean, it's a legit, okay, legit okay, question. Okay. Um, I don't know. Maybe you have you're in close. You have a close relationship with your client, and he told you the truth. Does, but again, that, he can't be lying. That's true. So your, you don't your, know your job as a lawyer. Your duty is to find the facts. Is to represent him. Is to, is to represent your client. Um, because he he can't. I mean, the law is it's a whole other language, mm-hmm. and that's why they say you know a man who represents himself has a fool for his client okay uh <laughs> that makes sense right you, you can't you can't represent yourself in the field you have no idea about yeah you know um same thing as a doctor you can't the doctor knows more than you mm-hmm. even though it's you that he's examining even though you've read articles on google exactly right <laughs> yeah. um that so so that's i guess the the role of the lawyer and yeah people get emotional and it's, it's hard not to but the role of the lawyer isn't to lie. Well, certainly some do. Yeah, yeah. That's I think that's a huge misconception why people are going, oh, you're, you're a lawyer, liar, lawyer. Yeah. LOL, you know? But it, that's true. But I, I like how you said when I asked you, like, if you know he sold the carrots, you said, how do you know? So I like n- to look now that we've t- that you've said that, I would I love the fact that I could look at a lawyer at any case as... Which side can present the facts the best? Who can make the facts the most clear to say the the judge or the you know the whoever whoever's listening? So that's that's very interesting. So you were saying um, 
before I interrupted you to kind of explain how people how how people um, see lawyers. Mm-hmm. Um, you were you were talking about the path of uh, law, or um, there's a. I was telling you how I was uh, finishing law school. Yeah, I mean, gra- graduate school, uh, undergrad. <laughs> okay, you're you. <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude. Is this being edited out? We're going to keep this in. We're going to keep this in so you guys can see that I just screwed up on my 24th interview. This has never happened. What the heck? Okay. Don't be intimidated. Huh? Don't be intimidated. I'm a, this a freaking lawyer sitting in front of me. Okay. Law student. Law student. Dude, that's my brother, Yuri. I'm like, what's up, firefighter? I'm not a firefighter yet. Don't do that. I'm like, dude, you're pretty much a fire. And he got heated, bro. He's like, I'm not a firefighter. You know how hard this is? I still have to go work my ass off for the next three months or whatever. For me, it's more than that. It's I get in trouble if I misrepresent myself. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, you're practicing law without a license. Oh, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) And next thing you know, I'm not going to be a lawyer because they've they've seen me. Because you're a liar. (laughs) There you go, yeah. Um, No, you were saying uh, after you graduated, there was two paths like a, a cop sheriff yeah, yeah. side and then the legal side. Yeah. And you said you feel like the legal side is misrepresented. So that's where we're going <laughs> to, that's where we're going to continue right there. So Radomir, so now that we kind of understand how a lawyer might be misrepresented or some people might think of a, of a lawyer as a bad person versus a good person. I like the fact that we just talked about it, that a lawyer is just someone who can present the best facts to a case, whether it be in defense or in prosecution. Um, So there was two, there's two sides, the, the cop, the sheriff, and then the legal side. So, and you chose the legal side, right? How did, how did that come about? It was the better of two options in terms of gaining respect from Mm -hmm. my community. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'll admit I tried both. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to the California Highway Patrol testing mm-hmm. uh, just for the sake of, in case legal side doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still was planning with my buddies to take the LSAT, which is the uh, exam you take to apply to law schools. Okay. Um, that score is very important to schools. Mm-hmm. In addition to your GPA. What was it called? LSAT. What is an LSAT? Just your standard testing or? Yeah, it's, it's, to be fair, it's not law related, but they're testing your logical reasoning. Okay. In okay, essence. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so you have to take a course for that, study for it. And so it's like a, a prereq to apply to a law school. Right. Okay. Right. And so those two are the most important things law schools seem to look at is your uh, GPA mm-hmm. and your uh, LSAT score. Okay. And so I was preparing for that, took that. So I had a year off between undergrad and law school nice um not like by choice just because you're waiting to get in waiting to get in because it takes about a year half a year process of application all that kind of okay. stuff okay gotcha. and i didn't start earlier because mm-hmm. i didn't like again know what i was gonna do <laughs> right, right, right um and retrospectively i like that year off mm-hmm. i think it helped me mature during that time mm-hmm I mean, everyone at Cardi in, in Cardi in college isn't at that party stage, so to speak. You're kind mm-hmm. of like 
young, to relax. young and wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah trying yeah. to relax. Um, all your friends are doing adventurous things, and yeah. And so, and in 2020, it's cool to travel now. So everybody's trying to travel. It's awesome. I yeah, still, I still want to travel. It's. I mean, it still is cool, but yeah. it's cooler to travel. Style. <laughs> no, it's not. But I just feel like the it's right cooler age. to travel right age and when you actually have money to enjoy it and with know? less luggage aka kids <laughs> there you go exactly yeah and so that's that that was the my thing and mm-hmm. yeah for sure i think that i would have had a much tougher time in law school had i jumped in right away from a maturity standpoint and maybe you've you like you said you matured so once you did get in it was probably easier for you to kind of dedicate yourself you know to to studying and so what made you kind of decide, okay, I'm actually going full full send. I'm going into law school. I'm kidding, committing myself to this. Why not? That was that was kind of the thing. It was like, hey, I you got accepted and I you're like, let's do it. I mean, because look at my other alternatives. I mean, being a cop. You didn't want to do that. Yeah, I, I, I want to maintain relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and secondly, my other option is do something that I, has nothing to do with my bachelor's degree that I spent four years on. You know, <laughs> right, go, go, exactly. go do construction, go work on cars, not to disrespect those jobs, but it's like, why would you spend four, four years, years and not use? And do, wise, wisely said. And some people unfortunately do spend those four years and then they do a 180 and do something totally different. Now they're stuck with student loans, other stuff and wasted time, most of all. Even though we had this one guest on the show that said time is never wasted, it's always an experience, and I agree, you do you do gain something. So although time is the most valuable thing you have, so <laughs> it is. Fancy you, you me can, that you can't get it back. <laughs> um, so you get into law school, and what's what's the hardest part? Obviously, some, somebody listening, so, somebody listening right now, maybe they're a lawyer already. And they're like, dude, let's get to the lawyer part or the more of the legal side. But then there's also people listening that are still in high school and maybe they're just joined their high school mock trial team, you know, and they're like, what is this all about? So you you started school, if you if you mind sharing kind of your experience, you know, starting out as a as a newbie in a law school. Everything about law school is hard. Um, and that's, this is again, why retrospectively looking, um, I'm glad I had a year off because mm-hmm. even with a year off, I came, I think a little bit too immature mm-hmm. into law school and that I took it too lightly. Okay. I mean, I was working out during my year off and when I came to law school, I was still trying to spend that same amount of time working out. Mm-hmm. Um, when my, the rest of my classmates were stayed after school in the library till nine 30, mm-hmm. I went home, changed with the gym, <laughs> came home, did a quarter of my reading yeah, yeah. came back to class and first year everyone says it's the hardest and i was like yeah okay like i'll i'll manage yeah yeah. and it's <laughs> i have no words honestly it's really tough like i remember telling people like one night of law school studying like mm-hmm. from one day to the next day mm-hmm. particularly my first year mm-hmm. i did more reading or ha- was required to do more reading whether mm-hmm. i did or not i was required to do more reading then I think I had in like a semester of loss of of graduate undergraduate school. Wow! So I remember an undergrad of it. To be fair, it's like there's a lot of slacking off, and then you study a day or two before the midterm, get a B or A. Yeah, yeah. Um, same thing with papers. Like let's yeah. be real, we'll give you an entire two months to do it, and you're going to start it till the, yeah before it's due. The the crazy part is you're saying you required so much reading. 
you just started. They required you to read. Did you know what you, what you're reading, or are you like defining half of the paragraphs that you're reading? How what happened there? So that's the hard thing about law school is it's a whole different way of studying that you've ever done before. Mm-hmm. It's very different. So I'm reading through it. I'm like, okay, I more or less understand it. That's not acceptable. Mm-hmm. I remember I showed up to class one time, did my reading, and professor called me, asked me a question, and I thought I answered it, and he's yelled at me for five minutes from the class that I should come to class prepared and do my reading. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I swear I did my reading. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just didn't understand to the level you expected me to. And, you know, that was a good learning experience where mm-hmm. it's like, hey, if some understanding is not good enough. And that's why it takes so much longer to study and prepare for class in the next day is it's, it's difficult. It's confusing. So it's not just read the chapter to so read the chapter, analyze the chapter. You probably have to annotate the chapter, like find the find lawyer stuff behind what it's actually saying, d- d- define things. So you started school. You said the first year of school is the hardest. Everyone says that, yeah. Um, second year of school, books. Are you spending a lot of a lot of money on books? Are you, of course. <laughs> wow. Of course. So what well, what's an average? What are you spending for for a semester? So. It depends. My first semester of law school, I spent over a thousand dollars on my books. Mm-hmm. Um, retrospectively, if I knew better, I would have bought on Amazon and online other resources. Okay. Um, which I did my second semester, and then after that, I don't think I maybe once or twice bought from the actual school bookstore. Okay. But that was the mistake. But generally, up to five hundred dollars using you know online resources mm-hmm. is how much I would spend on books a semester. Okay. So yeah. Our- are you okay? So you have class, right? I'm trying to understand like a a law program. Mm-hmm. I I was gonna try to understand it, but I can't. How about you kind of just explain that to me and to us? What is a law program? First year, what are you learning? Second year, what are you learning? You're in your third year now, or fourth? Third. Third year, just kind of like your your year year one, year two, year three, kind of how your skills are building. What skills are being worked out first? Law school is. Primarily, the point of law school is to make you think, teach you how to think like a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of the downside to it is uh, the other expectation is you thought you, they would teach you how to practice law, mm-hmm. meaning learning how to file every motion and complaints and everything. Uh, there's a couple classes that can help you with that, but most of that is learned in the field through an internship, externship. But mostly they teach that you go through cases and understand why judges have been ruling certain ways, mm-hmm. how they've been interpreting law, and mm, so kind of like the would I be would it be right to say like the philosophical side of reading law, or is there not a philosophical side? Is there? I'm sure there is. I wouldn't fra- I wouldn't say it like that, mm-hmm. but just generally. Under, kind of thinking outside the box or in the box of lawyer, yeah, yeah. how a lawyer would think, um, uh, approaching something. And so first year, they the school selects the classes for you. Mm-hmm. So you have no pretty much no say in okay. which classes you're going to have in the first year. And every just about every class they assign you is going to be that subject is being tested on the bar. Mm. Um, and then second year, you get to choose classes whatever classes you want there's a writing class you have to take mm-hmm. but you could decide what professor you want to take it with what time you want to take it at mm-hmm. um and same with the third year third year you um 
take whatever classes you want. Okay. And whatever times you want. But of course, there's still graduation requirements with certain type of courses they require you to take. Okay. But that's the structure of the three years. Okay. So full time. Okay. Like law or a lawyer is such a gentle term, I, I feel like. Right. Because there's lawyers in the the hundreds, thousands different industries that we have around the world in the United States. When in these three years do you actually choose or do you even choose what industry you like to be a lawyer in? Or does that happen after you finish law school and like you said, internships, externships, you kind of try out different, different, different paths? That's a, actually a good question. And the answer to that is you choose on your own um, sporadically, kind of. There's concentrations that you can have. They're like four or five. Very mm-hmm. general also. Like you can have a business concentration, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. But in general, you kind of, there's students that come in knowing what they want to do. There's students who have come in who've, um, this might surprise them, one of the younger students in my law school. Mm-hmm. A lot of the students are people who have had careers and they've decided to go to law school later. Oh, wow. Um, and so so a lot of them kind of know generally where they want to, okay. uh, what they want to do, like environmental or aviation, mm-hmm. criminal, because of their experience or okay. their passions. Okay, gotcha. For me, it was back to the same thing I've dealt with. <laughs> what kind of law am I going to do? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. um, and then I kind of discovered this field of construction litigation. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and it's like, hey, I've, you know, there's many of us who've done construction. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, there's actually a legal side to it. Right. And I was like, why not? Because everyone's like, do what you love and whatnot. And it's yeah. like, why not combine the two things I know? Yes. Law and construction. Yes. Versus me trying to learn an entirely new subject and enter into a field. That makes um, sense. Yeah, so that's kind of how you, I guess, decide. Just based on your life experience and your life experience growing up, I know you. your dad is a, uh, is a contractor, right? So mm-hmm. he does contract work and does homes and stuff. So you kind of grew up doing that. And now you have this law experience. So that actually helped you choose something. I mean, usually people that go into criminal justice are their parents or somebody close to them is either in the criminal legal system or the or the criminal justice system um a cop or something and that kind of so their life experience predetermines kind of for them oftentimes yeah yeah so kind of so that 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 i guess that's what happened to you which is which is kind of nice because like you said to learn a whole new industry would be more difficult but since you know the basics of construction now you can kind of take it and and take the legal side of it knowing what what the physical side and the 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 real part if if i if i if i could say that um so so i guess somebody listening to us or or watching and they're 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 confused about they want to go to law but they don't want they don't know what to do i guess a, a wise piece of advice would be to think about what you're exposed to the most in 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 real life what you're comfortable with maybe like you were saying um you know what what your family's comfortable with and and then they'll support you and kind of help you maybe direct you in in the right in the right direction and then you never know maybe you'll go to law school and you'll do an internship somewhere and you'll you'll fall in love with it right so you said construction 
litigation. Construction litigation. What is construction litigation? Can you talk about that? I can. Um, so there's also two different kinds of law you can do. Okay. Um, there's transactional law and there's uh, litigation. Okay. Trans- transaction. Define. Sure. Uh, litigation is what everyone thinks of a lawyer is going to court. Okay. Um, disputing um, or like arguing disputes and whatnot. Transactional is the advice side of it. Okay. And there's, so if, if you think of an in-house counsel mm-hmm. inside of a corporation, mm-hmm. that's a, that's transactional law. Okay. They don't go to court. Maybe maybe they do, mm-hmm. but generally they're given advice inside the corporation company mm-hmm. on, on law matters, make sure the company's in compliance and, and doing the, I guess, less entertaining, less TV entertaining mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have litigation. So you do file complaints and go to court and go through the court system. Okay. Um, so construction litigation is disputing construction issues and so to the court. Litigation litigation is just the fact that this is going to court. Through the court. Or through through right, the court. Right. So construction litigation is disputing construction issues. Um, does this have to do with is this specific towards like Contractor between contractor, contractor between uh, uh, state, contractor between or employee between employer, is or does that all come together? Employer versus employee, employee versus employer is employment law. Okay. Um, but contractor versus so general contractor versus subcontractor very often. Okay. Uh, versus developers versus investors. Okay. Versus um, a buyer. Okay. Like a homeowner homeowner mm. association. Uh, everything. So a construction defect is very common in construction litigation. Okay. Um, like in California, I think the statutory period is 10 years. Wow. So you can sue your contractor for a defect in your house with, within 10 years of them finishing your home. So check this out. Great my, for homeowners, bad for contractors. Yes, I agree. But my, my chimney is leaning a little bit and I think it's because it's a defect, dude. The way they did the flashing is horrible. Can I use you to sue them? Don't ask me for advice. <laughs> okay. Talk, talk to me oh, in August. You're, you're not licensed yet. So I would have to ask You're still a student, third year student. So once you're licensed, I'll reach out to you. <laughs> um, okay. So that's a little bit about what, and we definitely covered the why you chose to go there. Um, what was, you said all of, all of, all of law school was hard, but you also said that School wasn't your thing, right? You didn't like to study. What was the most difficult thing about about law school? More specifically, like, was it the studying part? Was it the, some people have bad communication skills? Was it learning how to communicate like a lawyer? You know, because there's things that kind of, there's, I'm, I'm guessing to law, there's writing, there's reading, there's analyzing, there's interpreting law, and then there's the communication part, speaking, public speaking. What, which one of those do you, do you think maybe you struggled the most or, you would you you could like coming into school you could have prepared yourself a little better just gonna have two questions there last part second question coming into school okay. how i prepared better okay let's go with that one first like if you were restarting school right you you like the word retrospectively retrospectively how would you prepare yourself better for law school <sighs> mentally preparing um i've I wish I had more honest advice. Okay. Coming into school, I, to be fair, I didn't do like diligent research. I didn't 
reach out to a bunch of lawyers and law students and be like, hey, tell me about this. What can I do? And what's law school like? Mm -hmm. And then to the people I did sort of talk to, I kind of felt an unwillingness to help. They just kind of brushed you off. Uh, yeah, I kind of felt that. And which probably is part of the reason why I didn't look for more help. Because mm -hmm. that was the response I got. And I was kind of like, I'm going to get more of this. No, nobody else is going to, yeah. Okay. Um, but mentally preparing for the commitment. Okay. And so regarding what's the hardest thing about it is all the above. Um, is like I said, my first month of law school, I was still trying to go to the gym and have a social life. Yeah. Unfortunately, you, you need to choose one or the other. It's a huge commitment. And it's mm -hmm. to be like, think think about it. Like in the end of the day, it's three years. It's not that long. Three years fly by. Like I'm almost done. Yeah. Uh, and so it's, it's three years of just committing. Where it's like, you still have summers. If you're not, yeah. even if you do an internship or work, you, you get off at five. Yeah. You don't carry your work home with you as an intern. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just three years of commitment of like sit down, study, focus. And then you have two weeks between each semester and whatnot or in the, in the winter period and then summer. Mm -hmm. So I, it's a huge commitment, which is a lot, lot of people not prepared to do. And for okay. me coming in from undergrad and somewhere else, it was like, I didn't have to commit there. I'm not going to have to do it here. And it's yeah. like, it's a completely different ball game. Okay. Um, learning how to study also, also huge. It's, it's like, I didn't know how to study. I didn't know what works for me to study because mm -hmm. I've never really had to study on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. usually like, Hey, it's Alpha Mitzvah coming up. Let me pull up my stuff Review. at 6 PM yeah. and, you know, get an A or B on this test tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. And so it was like, no, this is like, because oftentimes, which is I had learned the hard way, is you have to study through the out in the entire semester so that when your final comes, you're not learning, you're reviewing. Done for. Um, I like you. I watched, this is an example of sidetrack, but it's applicable here. I watched mm -hmm. a lot of uh, UFC. Mm -hmm. And if you listen to the fighters that talk about fight week, mm -hmm. they're like, hey, how are you preparing? Like, I'm not, I'm relaxing. Like, I don't have time to prepare. This is the week where I need to like, just hone in on my skills, the fights on Saturday, all the preparation was done the last three months. Fight camp. Fight camp. That that's that's true. That's school. So uh, I think this is applicable for any student. Um, mm -hmm. Is like your fight camp. The thing that is the three months of focus. Your diet, um, your training, discipline. It's like three months of discipline. Mm -hmm. Prepare for your final, like re review. Because mm -hmm. it'll be a lot lot less stressful week if you're reviewing and honing instead down your skills learning. instead of learning. You know, like oh shoot, like what is you know these evidence codes? Yeah. Um, like how do you how do you apply them? Where do you start? Yeah. And I, I found myself. I, I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> evidence codes. Yeah. What what is an evidence code? Well, there's rules of evidence in 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 law in general. Okay. So that's another difficult thing with law is we want to filter in what comes into court, mm -hmm. what what a juror hears. Mm -hmm. So we exclude a lot of stuff um that we think is not fair to include okay um for example that's part of what happened to oj simpson is the glove right mm -hmm. they didn't include it into evidence because there were some procedural issues and that was a key factor in him <laughs> being uh guilty or not guilty right um so yeah that, that's generally uh, evidence codes okay so it, i'm gonna try to understand this in a way where if if there's something you can say about the defendant that will like for example the defendant loves pepperoni pizza but the jurors all love ve veggie pizza and if you tell them he loves pepperoni pizza there's gonna be like ah 
because he likes pepperoni pizza, we'll 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 say he's guilty, like that type of stuff, or is this something. Well, there's something let's say called hearsay. Okay. Um, and if there's, if we're, if we're talking and you're in, in court, you're mm-hmm. you're as a witness, mm-hmm. and you're like, hey, um, David told me that the defendant did mm-hmm. X Y Z, mm-hmm. and if David's not in court today and he's not going to testify to what he said. That oh. statement doesn't come in, okay? Because you have to defend what someone said. I, I, like, but there's ways that you can get David's statement in. Mm-hmm. Um, through, there's there. certain evidence codes that are like there's an exception to that. Yeah. If it was used to for X Y Z, then we're allowed you to use that statement. Okay. Um, okay, so pretty much like it's not fair. Ethics of law would that be evidence codes not like no. ethics? <laughs> like how you use, how you use how you use evidence in, in the courtroom and stuff like that? Maybe a little bit. Like there's uh, our, our relevance code. So if it's not relevant, mm-hmm. like, yeah, that, that's a good example. Relevance okay. is if it's not relevant, but it's going to prejudice the defendant. Like if, if this is a, if this is a stealing case okay. and we're having a difficult time about proving that whether this guy stole or whatnot, and then you were going to bring in that, in high school, he stole a bike. Not even that. Something irrelevant. Be like, hey, he he's a racist. Yeah. yeah. That, the jurors going to be like, screw this guy. <laughs> but it has nothing to do with him stealing. That shouldn't yeah. be even considered. Okay. So that kind of stuff is like irrelevant. We're not okay. going to bring that in. I got you. Um, it's not fair. Yeah. Um, so that's that's evidence. Okay. Evidence codes. Right. There's codes. There's federal codes. California has their own codes. Would you say, so we kind of... I brought up like five topics, I think, writing, reading, analyzing, um, public speaking. Uh, was Is public speaking, I, I'm guessing it is very important. How can somebody prepare themselves for public speaking? Especially now in 2020, we love using all these s- slang terminology and and we don't use proper English, right? And But if we're looking to be, a, someone's looking to be a law student, that stuff usually does not work. So how could we kind of develop, what would you suggest to develop those skills? First thing I'd suggest in owning those skills is confidence in knowing your craft. Okay. I, I, I think it's easier to speak. Like I'm, for me, I don't have an issue generally mm-hmm. speaking in public. I, okay. I'm comfortable speaking to people. But one thing that makes it difficult in law school for me to speak is speaking in front of students who I know they know better than me, mm. who are smarter than me. So you're, and so you start losing confidence. And when you lose confidence, it's harder to speak. Okay. You, you're like, you're scared to speak. You're scared to say stuff. Mm-hmm. But the more prepared you are, the better you know your your topic. Okay. Where it's like, hey, let's have a dialogue, professor and I. Like, yeah. come at me. I know I know this. Yeah. Um, and so you wouldn't have much difficult speaking. Okay. Regarding necessity for a lawyer to speak, this, mm-hmm. I, I would say majority of lawyers don't go to court. They don't okay. speak in court. They, they talk on one-on-one basis with the client. Mm-hmm. Um, like majority of the cases don't go to trial. They're, they're, they're settlements and stuff. Okay. Okay, they, gotcha. uh, they agree on a deal outside of the court or through the court, but outside of trial. Um, so you don't necessarily, it's not nece- necessary, okay. public speaking. But our courses are going to- It probably helps. They'll, 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 they'll test your public speaking, yeah. So last question kind of, I think we'll wrap up with this is you said you reached out to a couple people and you got blue. They kind of brushed you off. 
um what were the answers you were looking for from them maybe people are listening are looking for the same answers and what were the questions you had if you remember i didn't have enough questions because i generally knew almost nothing what i was getting myself into okay and so it was kind of and i, and I can kind of see why i was brushed off mm -hmm. if i look back and it's because here's this kid talking to me about law and he's asking me these questions that it's like dude this is not what law school's about or and i i to be fair i think mm -hmm. there's one person in particular i remember who was kind of like you're not gonna do good in law school you're not mm -hmm. gonna like law school okay and i was kind of taken back by that but looking at it if this person knew me and mm -hmm. they're like they saw i wasn't committed mm -hmm. um i was like not to didn't care too much about school and that's that was that was kind of the response and they didn't mm -hmm. want to help me much because they're like why would i give you stuff Just and then i'm gonna watch you, or... you fail yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, okay um and so i guess that was kind of my experience um but yeah i mean just so so you would say before you go someone goes out and and starts asking questions or meeting up ask a lawyer to meet up with coffee do your research obviously come prepared right with the lawyer because like you said if you come and the lawyer's like dude this kid's asking me questions he's just wasting my time he could go find this out by reading a book or researching a school or some stuff like that right yeah i remember this one girl she was um preparing to become a district attorney mm -hmm. and this is i was still an undergrad till considering law school mm -hmm. not even applying or any of that and one thing she told me now that i'm almost done i relate is she would recommend anyone go to law school but she would never do it again mm. and same thing i think i've tremendously changed as a person all around mm -hmm. um maturity wise it's the way I think, mm -hmm. behave. I feel like I find myself so much more professional mm -hmm. all around than I was before. I don't think I, I don't know how I would have become this way without law school. Mm. But at the same time, like it pains me to look back how like much I had to struggle <laughs> during these last three years. I bet, dude. Sleepless nights. I remember just sometimes just frustrated studying like i have a test tomorrow i really don't get this mm -hmm. like almost in tears like at 3 a.m went outside sat on my driveway like god like come on like i, I i've invested too much into this yeah, yeah, yeah. um it's tough <laughs> see that that's that's awesome dude it's all, like i feel a sense of gratitude you, that you have a sense of gratitude because like even though it was so difficult it was you you have the option now to look back and say like it was worth it i see fruits of my investment you know like how you're saying your character changed discipline uh professionalism so even though you came in it was difficult and maybe you were intimidated by it but like you said it takes commitment so if you're committed to it and you decided that's what you want to do and it's kind of, that's how it goes in life. You know, you're committed to it. You decide that's what you want to do. And if you stay committed, you'll see your end results. You'll see your fruits and you'll be inspired to do more, to do to do greater things. So, so that, that's... No risk, no reward. No risk, no reward. The there higher the risk, the bigger the reward. Or the bigger the loss. Or the, or the bigger <laughs> the loss, exactly. So if you go in, go all in. So thank you so much for sharing all, all that um, all that info and and if people are going to be reaching out and i'm sure they will we've had multiple um 
people just call me, text me, DM me and be like, hey, what was, what's that guest number? Or do they have an Instagram? I, I'd like to ask them some questions about a career and stuff like that. So if there's, there's, if you're in college, you're in school, you're quitting, like you're an adult and, and you wanna change careers and maybe you have certain questions, right? Someone's looking for a lawyer that will share or a student that will share information. Um, rad lad, at rad lad. Something like that. Something like that. Um, you can DM him or, or reach out to us and we and we can connect you guys. Um, again, thank you so much, sir, for coming on. It was a pleasure to have you. Pleasure to be here. Thank you. Yes, sir. And uh, hope we hope to see you continue the grind and you know move up with your career. So that's what it takes. For sure. Alrighty. <laughs> yeah.